Blessed are those who thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Hi, my name is Jeremy Lightnin, and I am here with Michael Zarling. Uh, we also have some guests. We are coming to you live at the time that we recorded this. We are all alive from the University of Tennessee, uh, where we are at the Interna- the Wells International Youth Rally. And today on uh, Thursday, we are going to interview uh, the young people from uh, Water of Life and First Evan Lutheran Churches in Racine. And uh, so our first three guests are going to introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Elijah Hutchinson. Hi, I'm Brock Benton. Hi, I'm Josiah Hutchinson. All right, so you guys, why, each of you, why did you come down to this Here and Now Youth Rally? So my mom actually had a lot of fun when she went when she was a kid, so she, she suggested that we do it, and we did it. It was kind of fun so far. So far. And we're on day three, and we have tomorrow morning yet. Brock, why did you come down here? All for you, Pastor. Now, um, that is, what do you mean, no? That's a good answer. No, uh, no uh, really just to hang out with uh, friends. And, uh, well, I know I haven't been to church in a while. Um, so you get a lot of church this week. Yeah. And what's really great with Brock is that, uh, like Brock said, he hasn't been able to be at church because of work things with his mom and so forth and health issues. But also uh, Brock went to grade school with a number of the students that are here and uh, doesn't go to Shoreland Lutheran High School like everyone else in, in the group, but everyone is just welcomed you, right? You're, all, you're part of the group. Yeah. Um, a lot of uh, the people I've met, like the two beside me, um, I've met uh, through like events for this youth rally. Okay. Josiah, why did you come? I came to youth rally to hang out with lots of people and grow in my faith with everyone here because we're all Christians. We're all here to gather in one place and worship together and praise the Lord. So one of the things that was reminded of me is I saw Pastor Rich Warnicky. Uh, he said he had been to 15 of these youth rallies and that reminded me that I went to my first youth rally as a vicar, so that would have been 26 years ago. And I told that to someone and they said, well, how how many have you been to then? They said, well, this is now my second one. So every 26 years. So I told Pastor Warnicky yesterday that I'll go to my third one when I'm 77. Uh, this is also my first uh, international one. I went to a district one, a local one, uh, when I was in eighth grade. Um, it, it wasn't as much fun as this. This is uh, a lot more fun, I think. Um, I got to uh, do a ropes course yesterday and today i really enjoyed both of the workshops that i did uh what what workshops did you guys uh go to or what what was your favorite one uh one of the workshops i attended was uh the uh yeah you know what for our listeners can find out something fun about our show the only way you could get yourself too close to that microphone is if you're actually touching it yeah Hold so, it nice and close. So hold it as close to your mouth as you can get it. So I attended one of the uh, uh, Wells outreach programs that uh, helps with Christian aid relief. That's one. Uh, and I learned that there's of all the opportunities that there, there are available for teens and others to uh, apply and go to these things to help out with natural disaster relief. So I, thought, I just thought it was really cool to 
see the opportunities available. Well, thank you for doing that. And uh, again, as close as you can get it. Uh, um, my favorite workshop was today. Um, it was my first workshop of the day. Um, it was how the um, the band that was playing uh, at this youth rally, um, how they make their music and how um, making music can like help people. Um, because obviously there's more than one way to, well, tell the word of God. Um, like they go through they go through um and uh change hymns and stuff like that where um pastor he, he speaks he doesn't well he may sing it mm. not well because this, so, this see the, the, he, he goes to first Evan, doesn't he? no he's he's one of ours oh yeah. sorry yeah uh, i apologize but so in fact with that comment brock is uh one of uh, after hearing one of the pastors sing at a devotion, one of our youth said to someone else, oh, we're calling a second pastor. Maybe that pastor can sing unlike Pastor Zarling. So, Brock, do you, <laughs> you, you may laugh at that. Go ahead. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Perfectly acceptable. Uh, do, you, uh, do you play an instrument or do you sing at all? I do not. It, but it, I just want to commend you for having uh, in, in, uh, interest in music and, and in the, the background of that band that that, that is kind of a neat story uh, music is actually uh, no matter what form it's in um, I like every type of music there is um, even country yes even country okay because yes. we are in Tennessee I am getting taken to country thunder this summer and did you sing Rocky Top while you've been down here I have all right I have nice. it was on the ride here <laughs> the right here. All right. Josiah, what did, so as we're talking about workshops, the way these days are set up is that we begin every morning with breakfast, and then uh, we have a chapel, and then we have some music and God's Word, devotion, and then uh, there is a keynote speaker, and then we go to lunch, and then we have two workshops both on Wednesday and Thursday. So Josiah, what else, what did what kind of workshop did you go to, and what did you learn from it? So the workshop I went today was "Who Am I," which basically trying to figure out who you are in this new comp- like our complicated world for the teens, for the Gen Z. And one of the things I learned is identity crisis is one of the most affecting things for teens is finding who they are and how they can just be themselves even with all the media and everything around them affecting it. So Pastor Lightning, what of your workshops what did you what did you learn? Uh the first one that I went to today was um the there was the Fish Sticks comedy uh improv group and they did they did some uh, some of the games with us that they did in the performance last night. Uh, this is an improv comedy group, uh, but it's really about connecting with people, and that's what they were they were trying to teach. Was here's how you connect. You know, you make eye contact, you um, uh, act things out, you that that sort of thing. And then the second one was uh, the one you, that you were just at with me, uh, which was about it was for the leaders, the youth leaders, and helping them to uh josiah you can look forward in german class to some of the techniques that he was uh saying for for connecting team that wasn't so much about connecting that was more about relationships and and then 
Yeah, the, so the name of that one was Conquering the Comfort Zone, Creating Real Relationships. Yeah, what was interesting was when, when, teen- when any of us, but teenagers in particular, when they feel comfortable, they don't do any growing. They, they, they don't learn anything. They don't, they don't go anywhere. And it's, so, it's actually being uncomfortable that is when you learn things and you, you grow and find out about yourself. And so we, it was some of those exercises that the leaders were supposed to use to uh, try to get kids to, to build relationships and trust with each other. So I went to the Fish Sticks one, the comedy one yesterday, and the last thing that they had us do was break into a group of three. So it was myself and Dustin and Paul. And the idea was that Dustin was in the middle. We were in a line. Paul was on one side. I was on the other. And I was supposed to talk to Dustin, who was in the middle, about penguins. And Paul was supposed to talk to Dustin about jello. And we're supposed to have these same conversations at the same time. And Dustin would turn to me, engage with me about penguins, and then whenever we wanted turn and start talking to Paul about Jello and back and forth for like two minutes and then uh, but the key is you had to keep talking the entire time even when the guy had this back to him and uh, at the end uh, the lady was asking well what did you pick up on that and that was the last one to raise my hand and I said well I learned that when I felt that Dustin was going to turn I would ask him a question, a leading question, so he felt still engaged with me and didn't want to turn. And she said, well, that's really insightful. And then she talked to everyone and said, that's a really good point from this old guy. I mean, <laughs> this aging man. I, and then she started laughing. And said, I'm so sorry. And then that was the end of it. And she came over and apologized directly to me. And I said, uh, you know, I would have accepted wise or experienced or mature but not old or aged or decrepit so not as old as yoda yes not as old as yoda all right we're gonna we thank you guys we're gonna keep keep these about nine to ten minutes and then bring in the next group i'm gonna let them in hold on it's all right, we brought in our next crew of young people here at the youth rally, uh, and it's a group of ladies, three ladies, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Ani East. Hi, I'm Brittany. And hi, I'm Belle. And Belle, who is your father? He is Pastor Zarling, which is part of this podcast. <laughs> so so th- what's, what's important about this is that, Belle, you have the honor of being my first relative on this podcast as opposed to all the relatives we have of Pastor Lightning on the podcast. I'm so honored. You should have your wife on. Mm, <laughs> good idea. Uh, so, ladies, uh, what, what do you like most about the, um, either the worship here at the youth rally, like the song, the church, the devotion, or uh, what do you like about the workshops? Uh, either one you can talk about. So I liked my first workshop the best. It was um, it was part of the comedy, the fish stick comedy people. They were really fun. They got us connected to each other, which was and the point. They, and they called your dad old. They did. Yeah. So, which is a big part That's of that. That's a big plus in my mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they just, they were so much fun to have a workshop with and I actually learned a lot about connecting with people and not everything has to be like 
dead serious you can make jokes and have fun and everything and you can it's easy to find a way to connect with anyone at some point and didn't they didn't they talk a lot about like you can make mistakes it's okay to make mistakes because you just keep rolling forward it's and that's kind of what we're doing right now honestly yeah so it's just a big part of it is just Try and figure out how the person works and how you can communicate with them best and just keep growing off of that and continue the conversation. So, Anais, Brittany, what do you have? Um, so, yesterday, I had one of my first workshops was Living Your Best Life Purposely Ordinary. And there was, like, this one thing it was like presence we went over and it stuck out to me a lot because it's like you live in the moment and like they showed like this picture and it was a dog and a human like on a bridge and the humans thinking of like cars and taxes and bills and all this stuff and then the dog it's just thinking of in that moment it's just thinking of the dog and the human sitting on that bridge so like just be more like a dog and live in the moment so that like stuck out to me a lot enjoy what you have going for you right at the moment rather than being worried about things that might or might not happen in the future kind of a thing yeah so then Brittany, does that mean you're enjoying this moment on this podcast right now yeah i am it's the only thing i'm thinking about right now (laughs) (laughs) anise um my favorite was a fighting like a girl because um i would say that the whole thing was about you don't have to be what society wants you to be and you can just pretty much be yourself and it's okay to do that so it is not surprising coming it's coming from a a wrestler (laughs) (laughs) yeah so with worship what is the worship experience like i mean how many teens are here uh explain it to our listeners what that worship experience is and where you've learned to sit as opposed to that first night (laughs) <laughs> because the first night when we got I, here... You might need to explain what he's talking about. Yeah, because the fir- <laughs> first night when we got here, uh, it took a, a long time in registration. It was a 10-hour drive down to Knoxville. We got in uh, 15 minutes late to worship. First song was after the first lesson, and we sat way up on top. Uh, but if you go to Wells News, uh, one of our, the picture of our group is, is there. So, so talk about the worship. So with worship, it's such a cool uh, concept in this youth rally because everyone is here together and is worshiping. And it's just awesome to hear all the songs that are being sung, everyone coming together and just being here and now in this moment. Well, why here and now, Belle? That is the theme of the rally. That is a good segue. Should should we do our our Bible reading? Yeah. Uh, So... What we do on this podcast is we have a, a scripture reading, and uh, what uh, Pastor Zarling thought we should do is is focus on the uh, theme of Esther for the rally that we've been following in, in that text from the book of Esther. So I'm going to just briefly explain that um, Queen Esther uh, became, she was Jewish, but she became queen uh, with uh, Cyrus uh, the Great, uh, Xerxes actually, I'm sorry, Xerxes was the king. Uh, in a foreign country where the Jews were enslaved, and she she became queen, and there was a, a evil diplomat in the court that uh, set, ordered for the destruction, the annihilation of all the Jews. And when she 
uh, found out about this, uh, she told uh, her cousin Mordecai, and Mordecai said to Esther, this, this is the time for you to be a leader of the Jewish people. Uh, and, and so this is one of the things that uh, Mordecai said to Esther. Uh, if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. So based on that, uh, Brittany and Anais, explain some more of the worship experience here then. Go ahead. So, just what, what have you thought about like the music or yeah. the, the devotions, the chapels? Because we have Koine is playing the music and who else is playing the steel drum? Do you know? It's, w- Wisco is here with their steel drum. So what do you think of the steel drum band? Um, I thought it was pretty cool. It was kind of like funny how they were like moving, but I thought it was like kind of cool what they were doing. Like I was confused like what's up there, but then like once they went down, you know, like by the hub and I seen it, it was like cool to just see what it was. Yeah, so Wisco is uh, Wisconsin Lutheran High School uh, and in Milwaukee and they've got their steel drum band and they're part of worship and then they had a concert last night down at the hub we'll talk about the hub with the next group and uh there is one student in there right you know who i'm talking about afro man afro man (laughs) he is kind of popular Popular, i saw him last night because they did a concert at the hub uh, under the tent and then there are a whole bunch of people both guys and girls coming up and getting selfies with him yeah so Anise, do you want to add anything about the the worship experience? Oh, how about explain where we've learned to sit now? At the like, pretty much by the stage. Yeah, way down on the stage, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were way up on top, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But now we've learned. We what we've done is we've got people that get here early, whether it's the yeah. counselors, but most of the time it's you guys, which is awesome. And then you stake out twenty seats for our group. <laughs> Or more. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to bring up and talk about with, with the rally? Um, there's a bunch of new people that I've met here, and they've been joining us partly through the different services. So, like, uh, last night for the Fish Sticks comedy, we had, like, five people from other groups just come down and join us because they enjoyed each of us as our own, like... They liked our group itself and just wanted to join us, so they came down and joined us for uh, the comedy show. I had a young man named Noah. So one of the things that we do, uh, that Pastor Lightning and I do with our groups, because Pastor Lightning has his Shoreland group here, is we end the day with the hub, which is from like 8 to 10.30, and all kinds of activities down there. And then at 10.30, we met uh, for... I don't know, it had to be like 20 to 30 minutes and did a Bible study and then just kind of debriefed and talked about things and we had a young man named Noah who came in and he, before we started, he introduced himself and he said, i just been hanging out with your group all day so I was hoping I could stay with you for Bible study and then during our Bible study, I noticed he got a phone call probably from his counselor or chaperone wondering where he was and he said, I'm with, I'm with the Water of Life group. 
And then with your Pastor Zarling. Well, thank you, ladies. Uh, we have our, our next crew in here to keep the podcast rolling. And uh, I'll let you transition out and go to, go to your evening meal. Uh, our next group in, uh, we have a gentleman and two young ladies. So, yeah. If a, you young, a, young, a young gentleman and two young ladies. So if you want to introduce yourself. Hello. Uh, my name is Gabe. And Gabe, who are you related to? Uh, I'm your son. Come on, Pastor. <laughs> you're not my son. Uh, what, is, what is your last name? Lightning. Uh, you're my spiritual son. There we yes. go. Yeah. So just wanted to make sure that we had another Lightning relative on the podcast. He, yep. he just is annoyed by how many relatives we've been interviewing. I just love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm Abigail Holmes. Um, I'm Abigail Holmes. I'm 15. I'm going to be a sophomore. I came to the youth rally with two of my brothers as well, and it's been pretty fun. Um, I'm Faith Weigand. I'm I'm 15. Okay. So we're going to be talking to you guys about some things. Uh, one of the things that we left off with the last group was the hub. So can you explain, Abby, you can start, what is the hub for our listeners? It's like, um, it's like a, an area where you can basically meet up with a ton of people and mess around. There's inflatables, like bouncy houses were there on the first day and the second. And then there's also food that was provided, like snow cones. There's pizza on the first day. And then there was even ice cream sometimes. It's just like an area to have fun once you're done with everything at the end of the day. Gabe, you anything to add about the hub? Yeah. Uh, one of the other main attractions is there's this huge tent where, where uh, stuff happens. And I feel like one of the, the coolest things was the Wisco Steel Band was there last night. And I usually don't listen to music outside of remixes. Um, but hearing, like, the steel drums, I just... I felt like I was in a dream world. It was it was so it was so cool just to listen to this this weird type and and like especially to see like everyone was like the the drummers themselves they were jamming to it. It was so it was so cool and a lot of, a lot of stuff just happens down there um, and it's it's kind of hard to not have fun honestly. And Faith, uh, Abby kind of touched on this. What kind of food have you been enjoying down at the hub? Um, I had, I had a popsicle. The pizza was, um, it wasn't that good, but I had pizza. <laughs> okay. Not inaccurate. <laughs> uh, well, it's mass produced pizza and, but it was there. Do you, do you have any comments on the music, Faith? Uh, the music was fine. I was waiting for, I was waiting for the steel band to play Under the Sea. But they didn't. That, that would have been good. What, like, what about the uh, music for worship or chapel? Oh, that music, that music's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things that Abby mentioned was the inflatables. So I walked over there the first night and I saw a bunch of the people from our group uh, in one inflatable where you had uh, back to back, but with a big inflatable in between them with a bungee cord, and then they have a belt wrapped around their waist. And probably about f 10 to 15 feet away from them, opposite, and so they're going opposite e direction of each other, there's a basketball hoop with three, like, Nerf balls that they have to try and get into the hoop. But they're pulling, so if 
One is pulling right, the other one is getting pulled back. The one per pull person is going left, the other one's getting pulled back. So that was a pretty fun thing. Did any of you do that? Um, I didn't because I'm not really good at <laughs> that type of stuff. Um, I, I was supporting some of my friends, though, who were doing it. Yeah, I, I shared a couple, couple pictures and videos of some of our group. And then they also had the whole field down there is filled with, last night it was bags or cornhole and a large checkers and chess and ultimate frisbee football handball it's a lot of different things what about what about the food how is the food here during for breakfast lunch and dinner gabe well i mean we are we are at a college and they've already spent all their money on just buying the space and not enough on upkeep or food for that matter what Oh no! Like come the lasagna, the ratio of cheese to sauce was three to one. <laughs> I mean, I. So you're a it, lasagna it, it, snob. A, a little, yes. Okay. I, do, I do like Italian, but but everything else. I mean, it's school food. It, it's better than Shoreland, I will admit. I'm, I'm, but okay. I'm, th- there's been like two or three questions with this group about food already. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, but what uh, what's been what's the uh, hashtag that's been trending about the cafeteria? Oh yeah. Juice in a cup. Uh, we actually have an official Instagram account. You should go follow that. Um, yeah, juice in a cup underscore official. Uh, posts highly high high quality content. Uh, it can it pertains to uh, juice in a cup. That is that is the main food here. <laughs> I don't know what else to add. It's juice in a cup. All right. My mine was frozen this morning. Okay. My orange juice. I'm just trying to give every, all of our listeners kind of the whole experience of what they're having here. So we asked this before of one of the groups. Why did each of you come down here to the youth rally? Uh, my older brother, he was going to do it last year, but due to COVID, he wasn't able to. So when I found out that he di- he wanted to do it, I decided, oh, maybe I should join. As well as I know my mom, my aunt, and multiple of my other aunts have gone to the youth rally and lots of other people I know have gone and they all say it was like a great time and that they really liked it so I was like oh okay that that sounds fun um I went because all my friends were going all right uh I went for a few different reasons one was of course that my dad forced me Um, and your mom your mom forced me and my mom forced me uh but I mean, I'm not. I'm not upset that they forced me to. I mean, usually, like a parent tells you to do something you don't want to. But I mean, in this case, it was it was fun. It was, it's basically like a vacation, get a, get away from stuff. So you don't have to work on the backyard this week, right? Yeah, I don't. I mean, we are, not we are, that you've been doing much of that anyway. Okay, yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. But we uh, we actually just got into planting the grass seeds today. Well, we, well, last we, last time we went. In. We. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I hope I hope I hope pick. I hope everybody at home has been watering those. Yeah, they probably haven't. <laughs> So what are you guys thinking about, uh, two, well, how about this? Instead of two years from you got now. got about one minute. Yeah. Uh, well, are you guys planning on going to the next rally? Because I just learned that it'll be the 50th anniversary of this, so it's going to be a big deal. Uh, maybe if I have time or, like, the type of stuff to be able to go next year, I think. It'll be two years from now. Oh, two years. I think and we would be flying there because of the location. Where is it? 
Well, that they'll tell oh, you oh, later. Okay, I fine. know, but I don't want to surprise. Okay, fine. Um, maybe, maybe if I ha- like, if I really want to. I mean, it's fun, so maybe I'll go. All right. But it's not like a hundred percent. All right, Faith. I'll go if I'm not in Taiwan. <laughs> Considering that we're gonna have to fly there, I still think I'm gonna have to go. But I think, yeah, I think it'd be cool because it'll probably be somewhere exotic. Um, and I feel like the same same situation. Parents will force me, but yeah, I plan. I do plan on going. All right, thank you guys. Okay. We took a little break there, and we've got our next uh, crew ready to interview from youth rally participants. Uh, I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Miley Brooks. I'm a sophomore at Shoreland Lutheran High School. Hello, I am Rachel Bushkoff, and I had the opportunity this year to chaperone the youth rally here with some kids from Water of Life and Racine and also Shoreland. And you, you, what do you do as your calling? So I am a third grade teacher at Wisconsin Lutheran School in Racine right now. And uh, what we'd like to ask you guys about is the keynote speakers. Uh, yesterday it was Pastor Aaron Robinson, uh, and today we heard Pastor John, uh, Professor John Bear. And uh, what did you think of uh, either of those presentations? What did you get out of any so, of them? So, Miley, if you want to talk maybe about the one from today, because that was be fresh in your mind. What did you pick or, up? Or the yes, whatever's freshest in your mind. Um, so they were both amazing pastors and professors, and they shared with us their knowledge. And the pastor from today, he... Is lives in Mequon, and he had he couldn't be here because he had he tested positive for COVID right before he came, but he shared with us his ministry and how he was called to work in Vietnam. Right, it's a lot of a lot of a lot of different countries, and he was just sharing with us like all the different places and like the different people that he's influenced and how they've all been persecuted and even though they've been persecuted they still want to go they have more reasons than we do to not share our faith because they could literally get killed and by being christians and so he asked us a question why not those people are sharing their faith and risking their lives and all we have to do is go talk to our neighbor because our faith isn't per- being persecuted in our country so it was pretty awesome uh, about how all the different stories he shared with us that, that you got it you nailed exactly kind of what his point was um we we have a a latecomer i i never uh, have been late to these recordings before have i i haven't i haven't she was actually early but she went to oh she's early she's, she was actually early but she went oh, to find another kid so i just find i just way. set us up to talk about how i was <laughs> late for that one recording um i i was late and at any rate i'll let her introduce herself um i'm tempe zonde Okay, and so later today we're going to be um having the opportunity to slap one another with oh tortillas no. <laughs> and uh, with that in mind, you can you can almost slap your face with that microphone. <laughs> That's how close you can get. So with that, Tempe, can you explain to our listeners what Pastor Layton is talking about of slapping each other with? I, I don't get what <laughs> So we're going to be filling our mouths up with water, like taking a cup of water and closing like our mouths and holding it in our mouth without swallowing it. And a friend of ours is going to do the same exact thing. 
and you're going to take a tortilla shell and smack them in the face. A, a soft shell. Yeah, of course. And they're going to take turns doing that until one of you laughs so hard the water comes. Or swallows it, I'm guessing. Or swa- yeah, probably swallowing it or it'll come spraying out. Yeah, I don't really enjoy, I don't understand the, the fun. It's kind of fun to watch them do it. I don't know if it's going to be fun to have it done, but I don't expect that you and I are going to be doing that to this each other. Is, this life. is what the youth rally is all about, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Slapping each other with tortilla yeah. So, So, Tempe... What Mine, did you pick up from the keynote speakers, either from uh, yesterday or today? Um, that they're not afraid to continue to spreading um, the word of God in other countries, and then they're not, they're not going to stop anytime soon. So what does that mean for you? So if you take it, and, and I thought that Pastor Robinson had a good point in one of, a part of his presentation yesterday. He talked about go, go from Judea, or from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the ends of the earth. And he said we can often do Jerusalem, you know, right in our own family or neighborhood and uh, Judea pretty well. We're really good at to the ends of the earth because we send missionaries out. But then his point was, but we're not very good with Samaria. He said, we're not very good with those who are different from us. But close, close to us. Close to us, but different because Samaritans were different from Jews. So the people that may look different from us, talk different, be older or younger and all those kind of things. So, so with that, Tempe, based on what you learned and you heard those presentations, how did you take that to what you want to do now with putting that into action? Um, I thought of people that like I've, I've met that aren't exactly Christians or Lutherans that like I haven't mentioned God's word because like you could be afraid to do so or like even nervous to actually like talk to them and tell them about God's word because you don't, you don't know how they're going to take it. So... I just figured out that, like, just telling them, like, even if you, like, lose that friendship, but you can actually, like, start a seed in them, and then it can grow till, so that they can become Christians as well. What uh, spiritual workshops did you go to? Um, I went to, qu- like, the Synod one about um, questions you're too afraid to ask about the Synod. But with, uh, with President Trader? Yes. Nice. Good. That was uh, fun. Are you going to use tortilla shells with President Schrader? No. <laughs> I don't know. Miss <laughs> Bushkoff. That could be a goal. It could be a goal. <laughs> but, uh, if you're going to give it to Mrs. Ms. Bushkoff. So, yes. Rachel, uh, you and I talked about a little bit with the apologetics workshop you went to. Can you talk yeah. to our listeners about what you picked up from that apologetics workshop? Oh. Sure. You know, hold it real close. In the apologetics workshop, the gentleman that presented talked a lot about how to approach people that maybe are coming from outside of the faith or don't believe at all in God. And it's easy for us to want to try to convince them right away in our first couple conversations um, and bring them over to faith. But he talked about it and framed it a little bit differently. Like you want to just plant seeds with questions or things that can kind of rumble around in their mind and make them think um, in different ways about their worldview in comparison to a biblical worldview. And he gave us some different types of questions to think about. Um, someone in our section asked, would you ask someone like when you first meet them, if you were to die tonight, would you go to heaven? Do you know where you would go? And he said, I don't know that I would necessarily take that approach the first time. And um, one of his suggestions was to ask them what they think about Jesus. And just have them try to articulate who is Jesus or what is Jesus to you, to you or 
in your mind. And from there, you can go to a, a little bit deeper questioning depending on their response. Because you can't deny that he was a real person, that even, even unbelievers have to admit this was an actual uh, man who walked the earth. Yeah, based in, it's, it's based in history. Mm-hmm. And you consider more deeply, he's one of the most famous or the most famous figure of all time. And to not have an opinion about him is kind of startling. Like, don't you think you should have an opinion about him one way or another? So dig in and see what he says. And when you look at that, is he a liar? Is he a lunatic or really is he the Lord and Savior who he claims to be? And to just kind of promote them researching a little bit more deeply about the historicity. Is that a word? Historicity. Uh, his, Histor- no, his, no, historicity. She's so, right. Of, and, and one of the of things, Jesus too, because I went to that was he said, uh, you don't need to hit a home run. You just got to hit singles. And another one that you and I talked about last night in our Bible study with the students was, is other illustrations, put a pebble in their shoe. Just mm-hmm. wear them down and make them comfortable. So, uh, Miley, uh, you know, the theme is uh, here and now. So I want to talk to you guys and then our next group about why now. What do you want to take away after this, work, after this rally to be involved in your vocation. Remember, that was a word that was used today, too. So they talked about all your different vocations. Like, I'm a student, but I can also be an athlete. I can be a friend. I can use all those different vocations. And instead of just doing something because you're doing it, you can do everything for God. And you can use even sleeping to help... to help with your um, energy level and helping with your t- like communication with other people so that you're always happy and you're always ready to bring Jesus to everyone else. That, that if I can just share uh, something that I was, I was sitting next to. Uh, no, I, uh, that's all right. I, I won't share it. Uh, oh, let Tempe talk. Oh, I was going to say, come on. No, oh, it, it, I was just sitting next to one, someone from my group who was, um, when, when he had us break out and talk to each other, uh, he was talking about how the first time we talked, he said something about how uh, he's, he feels like maybe he's too busy sometimes to uh, serve God because he's got homework. And then the next time that we broke out and talked, it was right after he, uh, Professor Bear had said uh, that you serve God by doing your homework. And, and so I kind of pointed that out to him. I was like, you, you, you're not too busy to serve God when you have homework. You're actually serving God by doing your homework. So Tempe, the same question then is, what, did, what is your takeaway with the rally? What do you want to be involved in with your vocation? Um, like Miley said, being a friend, being a, um, a student, or like just even being involved, like being, being all those things that can be like vocations in ourselves. Okay. Go ahead. I think, yeah, I think one of the takeaways from Professor Pastor Bear, Professor Bear, um, he really talked a lot about broadening and broadening our idea of what it is to serve God because it's easy to say it's easy to yeah I'm serving God when I pray or I go to church or I tell my friend about Jesus or I become a teacher or pastor or do a mission trip 
but he really, really spent a lot of time developing that idea of vocation, as these girls have both said, about how we can really honor God in everything that we do, whether it's being a friend or a sister or a mom or dad or student or athlete or musician, and that really to help us think about all the things we do every day as acts of service to God, in a sense. So I thought that was powerful, just broadening the idea of what is service to God. All right. Well, thank you, ladies. We'll get ready for the next group. Are we? Are we just gonna? So we have another group here. So if you guys want to introduce yourselves. Hello, my name is Asher Patterson. Go to Shoreland Luton High School. And my name is Bryce Justin Fierro, and I also attend Shoreland Luton High School. So, guys, we were just talking to the ladies about this with a theme of here and now, and the the last keynote speaker he had some reasons of why not now. Do you remember some of the things that maybe other students said of why not now? Asher? Well, one of the, I guess, the biggest thing that stuck with me is, um, with the why not now part, is uh, one of our old hymns and thinking of the here am I, send me, send me aspect of it. Um, Thinking that you just, what is the reason not to? Um, We want to go and harvest the ripe fields of the believers that are out there just waiting to be picked. And um, depending on the skill set, just like the verses say, if you cannot preach like Paul, if you then go out and do other things, however you can contribute, just to harvest the field of people there. So same, same question, Bryce. You know, why, why not? Can you remember some of the other reasons that he gave? Well, one, one reason he may not have gave this one, but one of the reasons or one of the ideas that I had was that if, if you ask the question, why not, then there is something for you, whether you go out, preach with music, use your ministry to draw and create something using the word, if not wanting to speak out loud to others and trying to try to encourage them with your words, you can always try something else that you're skilled in and asking that question, why not, doesn't have to be necessarily on one topic. You can just do your own thing and so turning that negative into a positive yep oh love it because i remember what he said was kind of the number one thing for you teens you remember what that was it was being busy right are you guys busy i am <laughs> yeah you guys i like to consider myself you guys are a busy super person. busy what kind of things are you guys busy with at shoreland and at home um i mean this summer i've been uh going to work I've been working out, and I'm a pole vaulter, so I go pole vault, and I spend a day with my grandparents each week. And, and then during the school here? Just a lot of classes. I'm going to be a junior this year, so I'll get to have the ACT to study for, and a bunch of AP classes. And track and cross country and robotics, yeah. right? So excited to see how that will all pan out but what about you Bryce what kind of things are you busy with uh at home i i work i work um probably like 5 to 6 hours a day 
and um for, for what for uh i work at a gelato store in Racine, and that's a that's a very busy job but also then like like Asher said, like robotics. I also attended a couple of camps up in Shoreland to get myself even more busy. Uh, so it was a lot to juggle. Yeah, and so with that then is uh, the professor was talking about, you know, the, those are good reasons of why not. And yet how can you, like Bryce said, how can you turn that busyness into a positive for, for being involved in giving God the glory, sharing the gospel and so forth? For me, um, trying to keep yourself busy with camps. Uh, some camps do have a lot of ministry involved with it, so helping out with helping uh, kids play soccer or help them understand STEM more is a good opportunity to, to also spread God's Word by having a devotion in the middle of it or leading it to be connected with God's Word, which I think is a good way. Yeah. Um, one thing that I forgot to mention was that I also um, am at a summer camp. And uh, so I volunteer up at Camp Phillip and being a light for those little kids. And um, because, I mean, this is, I looked up to the older kids, even the eighth graders when I was in second grade. They were just larger than life to me. And I think being a great example for them um, because they are looking up to you whether you think they are or not as well as just every activity you're doing whether it's waiting in line at the pole vault area where I vault um, you can be a light of Christ um, just by the way you act the things you say what you don't say which is all I think very important and even even when you're pole vaulting, you don't have to be saying a Bible passage as you're pole vaulting to glorify God with your pole vaulting, or or you don't have to uh, you don't have to be uh, uh, talking about Jesus as you hand out gelato uh, to glorify God by scooping gelato. You're you're glorifying God just by by doing those things and doing them well. All right. Well, thanks, guys. We're gonna hand it off to our last group. So. If you want to introduce yourselves. Uh, hello, I'm hello, I'm Abraham Holmes. I attend Shoreland Lutheran High School. I'm Lydia Zarling, and I'm the daughter of Pastor Darling, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but I just finished my freshman year at the University of Dubuque. For what? What are you uh, going to the University of Dubuque for, Lydia Zarling? I am going to school to be a pilot, so my major is flight operations. And what kind of pilot? Uh, right now, I'm working on getting my private pilot's license and then eventually wanting to go to an airline. Do you think you'll ever get into uh, the Starfighter fleet? Absolutely not. TIE fighter? Nothing like that? No. <laughs> Too short. So that reminds me, Pastor Layton, in that one of the things that I've enjoyed about getting to know other people here is uh, just starting up conversations and all of a sudden people hear and then we start talking about Star Wars and we talk about the Mandalorian and Obi-Wan and so forth because Lydia doesn't want to talk about that stuff at home with me. Yeah, that's because you guys are nerds. <laughs> so last question, guys. Uh, I don't know if you heard this. Oh, yeah, you guys heard this. Uh, 
about the rally for next year. You know, they want to do two years, right? Well, there's one in two years, but they want to do regional rallies. Right. Yeah. So they're looking at doing youth nights across the country. So they already did one in Minnesota, um, just with their area churches in Minneapolis. Yeah, the Twin Cities. Twin Cities. So that's pretty much just getting all of the teens together, young adults, so that they can learn more about each other and then getting to know each other better as a congregation as well. And AJ, with that. What did uh, the pastor was talking about that? What did he encourage you guys to do if you were excited about going to this Wells night? Uh, He said to tug on the shirt of our pastors and annoy them to schedule a Wells night by us. And what did you do, you and your siblings and the rest of your group, as soon as that workshop was done? Well, we found you and Pastor Day and started tugging on your shirts. (laughs) But the key is you don't tug on Superman's cape, just so you know. Oh, I see. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You weren't wearing a cape, though. No. And also, you're not Superman. Oh, okay. Uh, what are the questions you have for these guys, Pastor Lighton and uh, Lydia? How do you do it? Do what exactly? Just, just live with this guy. I have no idea. It's tough. That's why I'm in college now. Yeah, learn more about how to how to deal with your father. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know what to say about that. I'm glad I'm not there right now because. I, I got one more question uh, for AJ. Um, do Do you have any nicknames that you go by? I I do have a nickname that I go by. The we learned this on the drive down. Yes, Pastor Lightnin did learn this on the drive down. I, at school, I am referred to by the name of Hammy. Hammond. Hammy. 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 And why is that? Uh, it's because my name is Abraham, and it ends with ham. So Mr. Nolte thought it would be funny to call me Hammy for a one-time gag, but now it's, now it's every time. And one of the things, too, AJ, is what, what is special or unique about you and the way you dress at Shoreland? I... I dress a bit nicer than the rest of the people. Everyone else is kind of slobs? Yeah, other than, like, Mr. Scriver and Mr. Hutchinson. But, you know, just, they're, they're teachers, always, so it's expected. He always he always has a tie-on. Always they has a tie-on. Always have a tie-on. Yeah, and so but, youth rally, we yeah. have not seen the tie, have we? Yeah, he he came down here in a shirt and tie he and drove dress da- pants. He drove down in a shirt and tie, but... Yeah, and then yesterday was funny as all of us had our purple uh, rally shirts on. AJ wore a polo shirt, and he took it off. He took off his polo shirt, and he had the, the rally shirt underneath so he could take a group picture, and then he quickly put his polo shirt back on, and he explained to me that that was just too casual for him. It was. And, and why do you wear that shirt and tie? What are you preparing to be one day, AJ? Uh, I'm preparing to be a pastor when I... And able. Yeah. So one of the neat things about this group of teens, and we're so blessed in our congregation at Water of Life, uh, to have 30, over 30 teens, and the majority of them are active. 
Uh, last weekend we went on Saturday night and we did canvassing. We did uh, 550 homes in less than an hour with 18 teens. And then we went and did miniature golf. And I got word that one of the families uh, that registered this week for that, uh, our soccer camp, it came from that door canvassing. Uh, that these teens really do like each other, and they they they're building the relationships already. Uh, they really are very good at including other people, as Bell said, even other people not of our group. And so I'm really excited to be their pastor, their youth pastor, and then Pastor Lightnin too with his group and t- doing these Wells nights is a is a big thing uh, because I really want to encourage you guys for the ministry and what's. Again, something that I brag about now in a sanctified way is that in our congregation, in 18 years that I've been here, that we've only had one student that went on to MLC to be a teacher, and now we have three at MLC going to be teachers, and we've got another uh, six or so of these young people that are here that are planning to go to MLC to become teachers and then AJ to be a pastor. And that is just a wonderful blessing from our congregation. It's, I think it says a lot about the people that are funding their ministry uh, and in the way that our people support their pastor and their Shoreland faculty, their WLS faculty, and so forth. Anything else you guys want to bring up about this rally? Any takeaways? It's very fun. So would you come again in two years? I would love to, and I hope I can get the money and funding, too, because it's a lot of fun. And All right, bring I, your sister, Abby. She was not quite as enthusiastic. She wasn't? No. She, she, was, she was interested, but noncommittal. Ah, I see. Uh, Lydia, did you have a Lydia, point you wanted to add? Yeah, because you came four years ago, correct? Yeah, I came to the one in 2018 in Bowling Green in Ohio, and it was – we had – it was me, Asher's older brother, Elias, Maddie Bailey, and then Miriam Zarling. So there were four of us. And then we had Mr. Sully and then my mom. And now we have probably, we've tripled our size from four years ago. And then two years ago, we were supposed to do the 2020 rally. And we were going to have, what was it, like 12 of us going down again? And then... Be obviously, because of COVID, that didn't happen, um, which was very disappointing to say the least. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been very different from the last one, just because. Well, one, I'm a youth leader now instead of here as one of the students. Students, yeah. So it's been different in that sense, but overall, it's been fairly similar and a lot of fun. All right. Well, so this is uh, the last of our, or this is our episode that we are wrapping up now here at the University of Tennessee. Uh, so it's uh, all of our Water of Life students that were here today, and uh, myself, Pastor Zarling, and let your lightning shine. Don't hide it under a bushel. You let couldn't return the favor. I, I called you by your name today. You couldn't return the favor. Okay, so this is Jeremy, but. Still, let your lightning shine. That's kind of a theme, isn't it? Yes. Uh, Stay thirsty, my friends, and drink deeply from the water of life.